Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. All right, hello and welcome to the passionately usual Carillion Trap Cantina number three. And oh my God, what a day. <laughs> Why didn't anybody clap? This is puck three. Woo! And I'm here with all of my usual friends. See what I did there? You like that? And my passionately casual friends and uh, my least friends and all our friends that are here. And the council friends, that's it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So Teresa's here. There's, I'm going to pass the mic around in a minute, but I want to thank, I, I did a little speech earlier, and my voice is getting picked up on that. Good. Um, I did a little speech earlier, and uh, Musco missed it. And yes, Eric Musco is in the house. Can we give him a big round of applause? We are also live streaming on Twitch for the first time this year, which is cool. Hello? Hello. The world? Um, Very good question. That's so question. we're going to go around the horn. Everybody's going to say who they are, what they do, uh, and all of that. But I'd like to give Eric Musco the mic while he's eating really quick and just say what he does. And, and the fact that he's here is amazing. Uh, real quick history in the last, uh, what was it, three weeks or so. Uh, Musco texted me and said, oh, I'm going to be there actually in Comic-Con because I was getting, I have swag for the event, obviously. And um, he said, oh, I'm going to be down there. And uh, the best part is, is I went on a limb and said, can you just keep it a secret, please? And I put, I'll put the video up on our Facebook page uh, later on, but uh, no one knew except for a couple people that Eric was going to be here. He's the, uh, he'll say who he is in a second, but he's the community manager of Swotor. And the fact that he walked in is really cool, and it's amazing. So we are, I'm here with my co-host, Will, the usual podcast. We have a lot of other people here, and let's give Eric Musco the mic for just a minute. Give him that one. In addition to the Swotor community manager, I'm also part-time wait staff here in San Diego. <laughs> that's what I that's what I do on the weekends. Friday Friday I fly here. Side, side job. A, yeah, it's a side job. Uh, yeah, as as Marshall said. You might be your Uber driver in the middle of the night. Yeah. yeah. That would be awesome. Come on, tell me that wouldn't be awesome if you're just like, oh, it's been late. Let me uh, let me go home and then oh oh yeah yeah Marshall, get out of my camera. I'll go over here. That's better. God. God. Flew flew all this way blocking my camera light. I'll get closer to Matt because that's nice. <laughs> Community manager for Swotor, so the name you see on the internet uh, for Star Wars, and uh, just happy to be here because I get this isn't my event, so I don't have to do anything. Like they just give me beer and pizza, and I hang out. This is the best kind of event possible. It's the best. Thank it you is. for being yeah, here, of course. man. Thanks, this Marshall. This is awesome. Are you gonna give it to Jesse? Are you gonna stand in front of the camera for me too? Wow. Am I in? The, am I? But I'm short. But I'm short. <laughs> My product. <laughs> is that better? Fantastic. Get on in here. Is this better? That's better. I'll stand here. That's good. Uh, I'm I'm Jessie from Passionately Casual Podcast. And um, yeah, this is our third year of doing this, plus the year before that, that we all met at the SWOTOR official cantina. So yeah, this is awesome. Thanks for coming. Passionately Usual Corellian Trav Cantina Chat. Nailed it. Are we doing council instead of Corellian now? Yeah, yeah but, but it's really hard. To, it, honestly, it's really hard to change. Well, I know, but this is the last year we're going to say Mar Corellian. Well, no, I'm going to change it because Marshall just doesn't deal well with change. So I would like to, this is Will, and I'd like to welcome everybody to the, the passionately usual council trap cantina. Wow. You nailed it. I know, trap's not even here. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Jeez. I'm going to my trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Musco's retiring. We, we got He's Musco in Airstream. It's out back. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm the uh, I'm Marshall's co-host, and uh, thanks for everybody for joining us. Uh, passing it on to Elise. Passing it on. Pick up the mic in front of you, Elise. Is it my turn? Yes, ma'am. Hello. Oh, hello, everybody. Um, okay, so as uh, this is Elise, uh, the council. One of the four. This is my second year. I feel like I'm at Miss America Cabin. Pageant. Hello, I'm from Ohio. I like, I like puppies and rainbows. And Don't forget long walks and on the peace. beach. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> you have to know that you like sand, right? That's a Star, that's I a love Star sand. Wars reference. We all hate sand, right? 
It gets everywhere. Do I do I hate sand? I love sand. It's Clone Wars. Um, I mean. So I'm here representing the council. So last year we announced the council was coming into existence, but we were not in existence last year. And last year was my first year, so this is my second. I'm excited to be here. Just because, if nothing else, I got to see Marshall bust a move on oh, the Oh, I got floor. down sure. last night. It was so much fun. Thank you. And a shout out to Tiff, who's so, probably not going to say anything. And uh, my friend Steve, no. who danced with me into the night. And Elise, it was amazing. She did. I stood up on the stage, but Tiff was hardcore <laughs> and like went down. She was, she was getting in. She was getting people's yeah, yeah. costumes oh. and stuff. It was, it was check, epic. Check out I, the my, usual my podcast hat. Instagram feed. There's some cool pictures of, uh, <laughs> of, uh, of her on there. It's amazing. That was yeah. awesome. Welcome to the Pucked Cantina, where we are learning how to eat pizza, drink beer, and talk with other Star Wars The Old Republic players and their family. My name is Sotrisa, and I'm really happy to have been invited this year. So we're going to be going around, introducing you to some more people, and then talking about the game that we love. So, Teresa, I'm so glad you're here this year. This is amazing. This is so cool. She's going to single-handedly... Your voice is amazing. So that's what an actual podcaster sounds like. Yeah, that's what a podcaster sounds like. I have the headphones. I'm like, oh, this is good. I like this. Can you do the rest of this for us, please? Oh, so good. Can you do my parts? (laughs) You're now the new Eric Musco. Hello, my name is Eric Musco. I really, really like Kai Zykin, and I'll be talking about that for the rest of the night. Eric Musco, come here. Do you have anything else you'd like to say? No, he's gone. He says no beer is good. How do you follow that? Hello. Good luck. So, everybody, um, I'm either known as Sotor Steve or an AIE. Everybody knows me as Carissian. And so, hi, Max and Seema and everybody else. And I've been here for my third straight year and met all these amazing people three years ago. Yep, and absolutely come down to enjoy the beer and the pizza and the fun and the talk of the Swo Tour and everything else. And thanks for Eric joining us for the first time. And a big shout out to Steve, too. He undercut himself a little bit. He actually picked me up in Anaheim a couple days ago and got me down here. So... Big shout out to Steve. He's on my T-shirt. Third year. He's amazing. Um, and, and, I'm right there. And, and his wife, Tiff, is also amazing. I talked about him a minute ago. So thank you, sir. And thanks for being here again. I'm going to make her talk oh, now. Oh, do it. Oh, oh. come on. She has the face. She's doing the face. Hello, everybody. I'm Tiff. I'm the Tiff. <laughs> yeah, behave, girl. Be nice, girl. I'm Matthew's wife. Don't really know why I'm here. I broke stuff, paid for the it. Second year, you're here, by the way. Second, no, this is third. Oh, well, you were here the first year. Yeah, you were. I've been okay. here all sorry, three sorry, years. Sorry. I was very drunk for each and every one of those years. Welcome to Puck. <laughs> because I am awesome. You are awesome. <laughs> oh, and next year I will be your entertainment coordinator if you like anything for Comic Con. You're Thanks. welcome. Well, thank you. Hello. I am Otherwill, or Grog, or Legion, or, well, I've got a lot of other names. We've been calling you Otherwill, which is good. Yeah, like I said, that's why I started with that, because that seems about par for the course. (laughs) It's either, it's always the first guy, and then the other guy. So, you know, I'm used to it. Um, I am the host of the uh, Star Lore segment on uh, Passionately Casual Podcast. This is my first year here, and I am happy to see all of you. Thanks for being here, man. Yeah, we have two mics. Keep that one down there, please. Oh, hi. I'm Rayford. Uh, third year here at Pox. Veteran. Yay for me. Hey, also, what's your other... You are... Uh... I do YouTube. I am not... Well, I so I've started doing some podcast stuff later, or like earlier. I won't talk about that because it's... It's Rayford Gaming. Ray, like the name. And then Ford, like the car, all one word. It's a thing. I'm on the internet. People know me. Is that what the Ford is for? Oh, okay, I get it now. All right, all right. Shit. That's cool. You drive a Ford, Ray? No, I drive I a drive Nissan. A- oh, so you're blowing it. You're blowing it, Ray. That is Oh, my last name legitimately is Snoke. Isn't that awesome? Same spelling, same pronunciation. Isn't that amazing? You are welcome. What's up? Remember this face. I will lead you. Supreme leader. Okay. Uh, I won't exact revenge upon you for beer and or Mexican food. I'm just saying. Yeah, so. All right. Bye. Matt, be nice. Matt, be nice. Say words and be nice.
The voices in my head are telling me a joke. Oh, well, that's nice. It was amazing. Introduce, Introduce yourself. Say hello. <laughs> Third year. Here we go. Once again, this is Akduce Almighty on the second greatest SWOTOR podcast of all time. Behind the Bad Feeling podcast. There's the number one podcast in the whole world. Wow, you're going to put us down right now on our show. That's Chuck, cool. Chuck, and Brian, Chuck and Brian are my friends, and I may or may not have hurt feelings last year, so I wanted to apologize. Um, yeah, for sure. We have outlines on this show, once again, Once again, I'd like to thank Marshall and Wolf for letting me be here and bring up their ratings and uh, get more Twitch streamers, get uh, more views right. on Twitch. You know, sure. that's how I roll. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, can someone take it? One of these, one of these years, to learn not to give me the microphone because it's the third year in a row, and I still talk smack. All right, thank you, you're Chad, welcome. For coming. So, first of all, I want to thank Eric Musco again. I'm going to give him the mic really quick, and there's a mic down at that end. Getting a lot of thanks. I like uh, it. While, while you're here, my friend, and it's been a few years since we've seen you. Um, we've met at many a cantina, and um, I want to thank you for being just. An awesome community manager for a game that we've all been playing. Some of us have been playing for like seven years, right? Going up with seven years. Is that accurate? That is accurate, yeah. It'll be seven, accurate. seven in December. Or, I mean, and I'm sure many of you were playing like in beta testing, right? So, like, beta, beta, yep. beta, yeah. Yeah, there you go. We've been around for a long time, man. So, I want to say thanks for being here. But before I get to letting them grill you, I want to give a shout out to some people who could not be here today. Redna and Heather just recently, Redna has had a baby, uh, and they and Heather won't be here. They aren't here, and, and it is what it is, and we love them very much, and they were here at the first two, and, um, and best of luck to parenting and being awesome. You'll be amazing parents. So, yeah. And Zen? And Zen, of course, who has, uh, we gave a shout out earlier before the mics were rolling, but Zen has, uh, he was supposed to be here, couldn't be here, gave us some money for drinks, so we are now currently drinking on Zen. Thank you, Zen. Appreciate that. Thank you. And, um, yeah, so, and of course, yes, I got the note. I got the note, okay? And, of course, hi to Mox, who has no hi, choice. Hi, Mox. <laughs> he has no choice but to be here next year. I, 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 him and John Skeen, and there's a couple people who uh, are working on trying to be here. So, NJT as well. So Are we setting up something bad, though? Like, if... Like, are they just going to expect that I'm going to surprise every year now from this? Like, it's like, this must go. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I won't do it again. Yeah. Or will I? Or will he? Oh, that'd be great. I did invite Darren to Paul back, did you? to oh, be fair. I love Darren. I don't think he's even in town. No, honestly. I don't know. Yeah, he's all, yeah, it's ridiculous. He's like out of our league now. Yeah. No, no, but not. He is, he is still an everyman. Darren is one of my favorite people on this earth. I love Darren. He's on the, he's on the first cantina. He's on the shirt. And he actually tweeted me back saying, you know, a lot of things have changed. He couldn't be here, but I'm, I'm super stoked that uh, he's part of the family. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. Okay, so let's... Uh, Let's pass the mic around while we have Mr. Musco, and we'll start off like we do every show on the usual podcast. We start out with Swotor. Oh, we start with what we're drinking. So we are drinking a, mission, a big shout-out to Mission Brewing Company. We are all drinking Mission Brewing Company beers, and, um, and there's Cokes and various other things. But thanks to Mission Brewing Company. This is the third year they've let us do this. And shout-out to Donna. She's amazing, the event coordinator here. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So thank yous are out of the way. Can, can we ask you a couple questions? Okay. Uh, Mr. Musco is here. So if you have a question for Eric, let's do it. Let's start out with a slow tour uh, section of our show. We have 5.9.2 coming out when? 31st. 31st. So that's happening soon. Uh, so any questions? I know some of us are in... Uh, what the beta not beta um uh pts and uh, and that kind of thing so what have we seen what do we like do we have any questions for musco there's a mic down there grab the mic and ask him a question so Teresa. so one of the things we're getting in 5.9.2 is the rishi stronghold and we've been seeing lots of changes on the pts how do you feel about the fact that one of the biggest requests was to remove garbage piles and add white sand to the beaches wow there aren't yeah so uh, so that was that was really interesting, actually, because the garbage piles is fine. That's one thing. Um, the white sand was tricky. Like, I, we understand why people want white sand beaches, because 
I just said to turn white sand beaches, and everyone's like, sweet, I'm going to go on vacation. But funny enough, Rishi does not have white sand. It actually has, like, dark... People were like, it's mud. It's not mud. It's dark sand. It's actually what Rishi has. I think it's, like, volcanic something. I don't know. Charles is going to kill me because I should know the answer to that question. But um, there's something... It's it. That's what Rishi normally has, is it actually has dark sand. But ultimately, if you go on PTS today from the build we pushed out, white sand beaches. So... We, we understand the reasoning why. People just want to have their, their beach paradise, so beach paradise. And let us know what you think. If some people are like, no, I'm a purist, I'm a Rishi purist, I want the dark sand back, let us know. Uh, yeah, please use the microphone. So did it have to be white sand beaches? Could you have kept with lore and just put more sand instead of... Or black sand? Because we're talking yeah. volcanoes, right? I, I mean, I think that's one of the coolest things on Hawaii is the black sand. So it, is, just... it is one of those things where... Uh, to Jesse's point, you can't always win, right? Like, there's going to be people, there's going to, there's definitely going to be people that now want the dark sand back, and that's going to be one of those things. But, um, like, genuinely, this PTS has been phenomenal. Like, the feedback that we've gotten from everybody being able to kind of, obviously, the team built its, we built our development cycle in a way where we could be extremely responsive. This, I know people are like, oh my God, they're making so changes. Why can't we do this normally? Be like, well, because we basically built the team schedule around working solely on PTS for this purpose. Um, and it's been awesome, right? Like we've been able to make a ton of changes um, all based on feedback that we saw. Um, and it's been super helpful. So it's one of those things where sure, we won't always be able to make everyone happy, but we want to make as many people happy as possible. So the best I could say is just keep giving us feedback. If you get onto the white sand beaches and you're like, nah, this is dumb, I don't like it. Uh, probably use better words than that. But um, yeah, feedback's important. So I have two questions based on the Rishi stronghold. Yeah. First, are, are after this change, are you going to give us the new emote to play golf like the that, guy does? Is that not that's not an emote in right now, is it? Remind nope. me after this. I'm going to find out why. Okay. I so don't know. Other question, more serious, with the viewability mode with the invisible. Have you considered, or has Bioware considered, retrofitting the other PvP op? matches so that people could maybe see that as an option? Oh, that's a good question. Um, so, uh, without without getting super specific, um, the way that's done is crazy. Um, the way that we ended up getting that that droid in there that you can actually use to, to see things, um, it would be very challenging to be able to put that in a war zone um, for a lot of reasons. Um, but we definitely know to that point that there's a lot of Things people would like to see around being able to spectate war zones or have added functionality around war zones, like, oh, what if my guild could challenge your guild to a war zone? You know, stuff like that. Um, so that's the kind of stuff we always know that people want to see more increased functionality for. But I think doing straight up spectating, like the way you saw for the for the strongholds, probably not possible in that in that way. You got a mic right there. Um, can we just go ahead and have um, some questions from chat yeah, answered, yeah, maybe? So if you have any questions and you're yeah. watching now for Eric, he'll answer them if he can. So go ahead and put them in there, and um, and yeah, we'll get I'm to a, those. I am mad with myself that when everyone was talking about how many years they've been here that I didn't say first time, long time. Like, <laughs> how did I miss that opportunity? Can we, yeah, can, okay, yeah, can, we, can we start over again and just can I do first time, long time? Well, and, and the, the cool thing is, man, the first time I met you, was when I was working for Tor Wars, the first Cantina event in San Diego Comic Con seven years ago. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And you were guys in the upstairs at the Hilton Glass Lamp. Oh my at that, god! At, at uh, uh, the you were, you were splitting time, time with Mass, Mass Effect. Effect. Yep. Yeah, we had we yeah that was when we were like straight up on the Bioware yeah. base, right? Yeah. yeah. Holy crap! You're right. Wow, that's. Dark yeah. yeah. Okay, question from chat. Ready? Um, hold on hold on for a moment, if I may, just for a housekeeping thing. Can we set a time limit for how long we're going to take questions for this section at all? Oh, so sure. I'd say so that people who want to ask make sure they get in now as opposed to waiting until later. Strike while the iron is hot. Yeah, we okay. all day on this. We gotta talk about Comic Con too. We are on Comic Con. Okay. So how long? How 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 much longer do people have to ask questions in chat? I'd say 15 minutes. From now or a total of 15 minutes? 15 minutes from now we're done. Synchronize okay. watches. All right, so get those questions in Twitter chat if you want to ask them because the clock's running now. Okay, so we have our first question from chat. Can you hear me, Aaron? I can hear you. Okay, so this one comes from Zen. 
My question for Eric, multiple choice. How do you feel knowing that you're part of a team of awesome people, by the way, who made a game that consumes our lives and makes people so passionate? And then here are your choices. You ready? A is proud, B, embarrassed, C, confused, or D, all of the above. Oh, there's also E, which is other. Uh, At least you got an other. I, I like, by the way, can I say that I appreciate that all of the above doesn't include other? <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate the structure. There, there's some solid structuring in this question. Yeah. Uh, no, the answer, I mean, unquestionably, the answer to that question is proud, right? Like, um, I, I don't do anything. I just talk, I talk on the internet to people. You know, that's kind of the structure of my job. And so the idea that... Um, I get to work with brilliant people day to day and they they allow me, nay, they pay me to be the voice for them to talk to people and answer questions and do stuff like this. Like it's it's insane that this is a job. Well you're like the bullseye, right? You're the one that gets all the hate. So when yeah, something I mean, comes in that's not your decision and they're like you come on the forums and you're like, Oh hey, well we're doing this and then everyone's like, Musco should die. Kill Musco. No, that's I mean I mean I definitely make jokes about like that, you know, if if our uh, if our studio was a raid group, like I'm obviously the main tank, um, but I, that's I mean that's just part of the job, right? Like just being 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 the messenger means you get shot. That's just how it works. Um, but no, it's fine. Like because this team is the team is phenomenal at uh, reacting to player feedback before you've ever given it. So part of what my job is is being in meetings and being being the voice of the players of hey. When you do X, here's what's going to happen when it gets to the public. So be aware of those things. And the team is always extremely good about being as responsive as they can. Sure, doesn't mean we're always going to do everything right, but... Okay, I have another question from the live stream. And this is coming from From Cartel. My question for Eric is, when are you starting your weekly community live stream? Oh. Begging the question a little bit. Oh, weekly community live stream. <laughs> yeah, so here's, this is, I, I will almost turn the question around, but, um, so we used to do weekly, for those that don't know, we used to do weekly community, like, let's play live streams, where we would just, like, I started a character on Huda. I still actually have someone made, like, a, um, like, Musco on Huda movie poster, which I still have at my desk. Um, I, we loved it. It was super fun. But here's, here's the tricky thing, right, is, um, I'm a community manager, not a live streamer. And so the challenge that we ran into is that when we would just, if we're just playing the game, even if we're still having like, we're talking to people and we're taking questions from chat, we're not announcing new stuff. We're just kind of hanging out. Um, the problem is like over time, it kind of decayed and ended up becoming a bad thing. Like if you looked at chat, it was just pure toxicity at all times where it, it was no longer like a community building thing. It basically became a bad thing that we were streaming that much. Now, granted, it was a different time in our, in our past, and um, I don't think we were quite as responsive to questions and responses as we, were, as we are now. Um, and so maybe it's a time that we revisit that. Um, also, to be perfectly honest, it's extremely time-consuming. It's not just sit down and play for 60 minutes and that's my week. So um, it is a little bit tricky to find that time to do it weekly. But we've definitely talked about trying to stream more and trying to do more casual stuff with streaming. Um, but the one thing that we have tried to do is even if we're not streaming as much is push people more to our influencer program. So influencers, influencers that we have that are streaming when people are doing podcasts and stuff, trying to make sure that that information is getting out on social, they're being hosted. So if you want to follow the stuff that we are either streaming or pointing you to, you should have something to do multiple times a week. I'm going to bring back an oldie, for, but a goodie that I have not, this, this is no, this is not about double S. This is not. If you say stackable storage, I will quit this podcast. Stackable storage or Mako. But the last time I asked this question was at the cantina that, uh, um, no, the one before that, at the bar. Okay. Yes, when we're, yes, Damien Schubert, we're shouting out questions. When, when is uh, Swotor ever, or Bioware ever going to finish the Galactic History Holonet videos? Oh, God. Good pull, dude. <laughs> I, will, I will tell you that those are some of our favorite things we've ever done, right? Like, personally, they're my favorite. They're my favorite videos we've ever made. Um, I suspect we're never going to do them again. Um, there's <laughs> yeah, there's so much more that I want to say right now that I can't. Um, yeah, I don't think we're going to finish. I don't think you're going to see more timeline videos, but. 
if you liked some of the Lori stuff and some of the things related to that, just keep playing SWOTOR. <laughs> stuff and Reasons Future. Alright, so we're uh, Reasons of Future Past. Another okay, question from the chat. Okay, so we're going to go back to the chat now for our next question. This one comes from every one of everybody's favorite streamers, Kid Lee. Kid Lee would like to know, uh, do you think weapons will make the outfit designer in 2018? Ooh, in 2018, huh? Um, so weapon designer is one of those things that, so if you, if you look, I think we've, we've made this reference before where basically the wall of crazy is what we call our backlog. So it's literally everything we've ever want to do. Um, and it's kind of the place we go to, to pluck things off when it's like, we have some time for someone to work on something. Um, weapons and outfit designer will live at the top of our backlog of things that we will pull out and do as soon as we have someone with the time and a time and ability to, to do it. Um, 2018, I don't know. Um, if I was a betting man, I would say I would lean on the probably not side, but definitely not impossible. Um, but it's definitely something we still really, really want to do. Yeah, it's something we really want to do for sure. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah, it'd be, it's a, yeah, it's like I said, wall crazy is basically like the things. It's the backlog things we'd like to do. So if we manage to find an engineer with some free time, uh, they'll do it. But how many walls is the wall? Of crazy? Real, real quick, guys. Uh, people in the live. I'm standing here for a second so the people in live stream can understand. Our audio setup is not 100% ideal. You won't be able to hear everything, and I apologize, but thank you for the questions. It's amazing. And we'll also, this will also be on the usual podcast yeah, recorded, so we'll have an audio version as well. Do we have time for one more question, Eric? Plenty. I have a question. So, again, this might have been asked and answered in the past, yeah. but I'm going to ask it again. Um, so there are other uh, games that actually have uh, community members submit designs for weapons or costumes. Is that has that a ever been put on the table and worked through as an option? And then b is it possible that that could be added in the future? So um, it's tricky because we're Star Wars. So it makes things very, very tricky um, because it's not just as simple as us saying, hey, submit design, we'll all vote on one, and that one goes in the game, start to finish. Um, most of the games that you see that in, that's what it is. It's their own game. They can kind of make that decision. Um, I mean, if you put something in our game, it is, it is go, it's in Star Wars. Um, right. So that makes things a lot more tricky. Now, that by no means, don't take that to mean that it's impossible. It's just one of those things where um, because of the added work that would go into making all of that possible. It isn't something we've done. But I can tell you, we've, talk, we've talked a lot about doing things like that. Um, okay. I think it's more likely what you would see is um, we've talked about doing, like, doing things like create your own outfit contests with screenshot contests and that type of stuff and then maybe trying to find right. ways to gain inspiration from that to create armor oh, okay. or doing something where we may create something that's been inspired by something someone has done publicly but right. we won't directly one-to-one -one call it out that it came from them right um so taking inspiration from people to do things is one thing but i think a one-to-one -one, you made this armor set we put it in the game it's pretty unlikely so can i ask one more follow-up question to that um, so we've had, you guys have run screenshot contests before. Has that ever happened where you saw, uh, somebody submitted a screenshot and maybe the designers took an inspiration uh, from that and actually made yeah, it? Yeah, so game? that's, my guess is probably yes. It's pretty much impossible for me to answer that question on, on, only right. because oh, the people oh. that, that are on our team that do um, a lot of the like concepting and stuff for some of the things that go in the market and itemization and all that stuff, they're looking at stuff constantly. Like it's not, it's not like I'm like, check out this forum thread. Like They're always in the forums, on Reddit, on social media, looking at like sketches and hashtags. and like They follow all that stuff without me prompting any of it. So where they've gotten things from, like there'll be times where they have told me like, hey, I saw... XYZ and I made this because of it and I'm like whoa I didn't even know you saw that yeah so um, yeah it absolutely we pull inspiration from the community whenever we can oh okay that's cool does anybody else around the table have a question we're running out of time for the Musco grill section of our show so Teresa go ahead and then and, the, and then we'll get one from the chat please so one of the things we know is that a lot of the people who work on the game actually really enjoy the game and play so uh, we often ask our friends, what are you up to in the game recently? So, Musco, what has been your current little passion Ooh, in the game? Uh, so, I do not... So, so get ready to get ready to ooh and odd me. I do not have legendary status. Because... Ooh, because... Uh, but, Jesse, was it before Musco? But, 
But but it's it's mainly because like so like Sith Warrior story I've literally played start to finish three times, but I haven't finished the Jedi Knight story like. Part of it is. I, I, I forgive you because it's dark side. So, I forgive so part because of it's dark side. Like, I've obviously played through all the stories, and I know all the stories just from like doing things internally on like dev shards and all this stuff. But like on my actual live account, I still don't have legendary status. So that's what I've been working on. I only have two left to do. I only have Jedi Consular and Jedi Knight. I'm almost done. I'm in Act Three on both, so it shouldn't shouldn't be that bad to finish them. But um, so that's what I've been doing, working on that primarily. Nice. Yeah. Uh, we have a question from the chat there, Mr. Musk. Hit me. Okay, this one is actually coming from Twitter. I'm confused. Is there Twitch name Twitter or is... I'm just kidding. Go on. Go on. I'm kidding. Kidley, Kidley is kind enough to translate yeah. questions from Twitter yeah. for yeah, us. And the question is, um, can we expect to see a new species? New species? That's a good question. Um, so, so I am I am unaware of current plans in the production schedule to put a new species in the game, but doesn't mean you won't see a new one. Doesn't mean you won't see a new one. It just means you won't see one in the near term. Oh, we already got you. Okay. Well, I only play chess, so here we are. Right, I'm with you. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the only race that matters. Actually, kind of piggybacking on that, my nephew Ryan is here, and uh, he is. What's a hey Ryan? What is a Nyan Nub's uh, race name? The Celestan. He was asking if that's ever going to be playable. It's a good question. I think. I mean, I think if we get to the point of seriously looking at putting a new race in the game, new species, I think that's one of the things that we will absolutely crowdsource to be like, "What do you guys want to see in?" Um, so yeah, because there's there's so many things that people throw up like we see Wookiees all the time obviously there's an immense amount of challenges that come with that but like there's a lot of species that get thrown out as things people would want to see in the game I love to play if, if it's not Chiss Voss otherwise I'm going to stay with Chiss yeah I would per I would personally love Voss that would be as, a, as a player of the game Voss is what I would love yeah. to see yeah, it'd be weird, right? Well, that's that's what made, right. Like that's what some of the challenging stuff is with species. Is like especially if it's something that is reflected in our game in the story anywhere. Is if we don't account for that, then we're doing you know we're doing as a disservice. And so, but that's a obviously it's a lot of that adds a whole lot of extra. It's not just make the art, put it in, which also to be fair is a humongous amount of work by itself. Um, so, like, like seriously, would a boss really be a Sith warrior? Yeah, why not, man? Why not? Boss are badass, dude. Badass. Don't take it away from the boss. Wow. <laughs> Um, are there any other questions for, for oh, go ahead. Yep. The other question about the additional races. Uh, sir, can you please talk into the mic? Okay, sorry. So, back when on um, the, um, the interview with you and Charles Boyd previously, where you talked about Voss was originally considered, since all the animations, or most I would assume the animations, has ever there been a consideration now at the current state to bring it as a race so uh it's one of the things that's um again i was making this joke earlier that one of the things i learned when i went from being a podcaster to working at the, the inside the game industry i joked that the first thing i learned is that i was wrong about everything is because <laughs> uh, i was because i was is uh, it's one of the things that is easy to to make the connection is that well i see boss in cinematics they have all the animations they're part of the conversations that can't possibly be hard to just make them a playable character it's completely different. Um, so the things that you see them doing as an NPC are not at all the same thing that you see as they do as a PC. So um, it would be just the same amount of work to make a boss as it would be to make something else. Is the height also an issue? Because they're taller than all that's the other models? That's a good question, actually. Uh, probably. Yeah, because we would have to... Yeah. Well, that's a lore thing, though, too. It is. It is yeah. yeah, and so it would be one of those things of... Uh, and I'm not a cinematic designer, but framing, shotting, all that stuff would probably be different because of it. So, yeah. Of course, have to be clear. As far as cinematics are concerned, the only real question is... Okay, so as if uh, how does a Voss kiss? Now we're asking the hard-hitting questions. Now we're the romance story with an Athorian? That would be interesting. <laughs> All right, so you want more? Okay. 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 okay, you want more? Okay. One last question. It's almost magical. We have 14 seconds. Ooh, 14 seconds. Anything? Anything you want to tell us that you haven't said on any other cast? Is there anything I want to tell you? Tell you that I that I haven't said. Can you give us another uh, uh, exclusive? <laughs> can this I, is Comic Con after. Can I can I give you a nugget? What 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 do you not know? What oh man, let me think. Uh, let me think. If I if I think of something, it's not like we're ending right now. So I'll I'll come back on the mic. Let me think. Let me think. I'm gonna tell you this. Continue to think about that. I want to transition a little bit because we did get some Star Wars news 
out of San Diego Comic-Con, which we're going to talk about here in a second, which I'd love to hear you and anybody else that want to put in on it. But the one thing we didn't talk about, why are you actually here? Oh, that's, yeah, oh, that's, that's a good yeah, question. That's a good question. Uh, uh, so, uh, and this, and this may, come may come as a surprise, surprise to some people, but I work for Bioware. Wait, what? <laughs> what? And, uh, and, and so it is... It is. It has not been uncommon in my history of time working at the company, working for Bioware, that they'll ask me like, "Hey, you know, we have X, Y, Z thing. Do you, you know, do you have some time you can help us out?" And pretty much since I've been there, all those things have always been behind the scenes. And so this is one of those cases where uh, Bioware is at the Dark Horse booth um, throughout the weekend at San Diego Comic Con, and they were like, "Hey, we just need one more staff person to go. You've been to cons before. Obviously, you talk to people. Do you mind just coming and helping us out a little bit over the weekend?" I was like. Absolutely, I can go crash the Spotor party while I'm there. Uh, so yeah, I'm just hanging out on the Comic Con floor uh, with the rest of my Bioware comrades at the uh, at the Dark Horse booth. And you're hanging out. Uh, it's Anthem related, right? Uh, so I mean, what I'm doing is not entirely specifically Anthem. They're doing a few different things. They're, they're doing signings for some. You know, they they have some of the Dragon Age folks there doing some signings and stuff. So yeah. Well, sorry, I saw you outside yeah. Anthem. Yeah, so. I would, yeah, I was standing next to the javelin suits. That is true. Yep, yep. But it's it'll be easy to find me because I'll be wearing Spotor shirts. Awesome. Ma'am, can you speak in the mic? Bioware events. Uh, yeah, I mean, so the, I mean, obviously you can come by anytime. We'll all be there, but uh, they are doing. I think they're doing a signing on Sunday afternoon. So that's the only other thing they're doing is there's a bunch of people from uh, from Bioware doing signings there. I do just want to point out, I was uh, at that booth on yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday. And I didn't see you. So what gives? Awesome. Awesome. Eric, you have some awesome. questions to answer. No, it's easy. It's because and what it was is my radar went off. I was trying to be incognito, so no one knew I was here. And I was like, bloop, 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 bloop. There's a Swotor player nearby, and I smoke-bombed. <laughs> or, or I'm lying, and what I said at the beginning of the cast is true, and I part-time on the weekends as a waiter. <laughs> and so I just stopped by, got off my shift, and came over. That's right. That's right. Yeah, but but thank you for asking that question because I know there will be paranoia of like Musco's working on Anthem. There'll be the Reddit threads are probably already there. I don't work on Anthem. I am still the Spotor community manager. Don't worry, <laughs> don't worry, guys. Uh, yeah, we're gonna do. Um, I'm actually gonna change the battery on this thing here in a second. But what I want to do is do. You a, need to dip it in water first, a, I think. Uh, uh, maybe. But uh, what I want to do is <laughs> beer. Sorry, dip it in beer. Dip it in beer like the first time. But what I want to do is I'm going to do a couple giveaways. We Thanks, Eric Musco. We have amazing swag. We have posters for the Chiss Ascendancy. We've got uh, um, T-shirts uh, and journals of Nostral. Uh, we were also given stuff from the Tops Company and also from artist Daniel Cooney. Um, so we've got uh, some other stuff to give away, too. So. So Steve, oh, and for sorry for special people, if you really want to try to get it, I do have a pack of original Return of the Jedi cards and Indiana Jones cards. So Steve Griggs has won one, so Teresa has won one, and Elise has also won one, and Jesse. So that's I think that's a good poll for now. While I, all right, you go over to the table and pick something out. It is all right. Do we want to tell people what the four people selected? So Steve, what did you choose? So we're saying what the four people selected. Steve, what did you pick? I got the Indiana Jones cards, thinking that my wife would love to have them. And oddly enough, he originally owned them before I took possession of them about 10 years ago. Elise, <laughs> 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 what did you choose? I took the book. The, the, the journal. Ray, nice. The, the Ray Sampler. And uh, so I Teresa. Say why I took that book. So Teresa, Thanks, what did you pick? It's so cool. I got the Master of Jedi, Master Nostral, the Keeper of the Jedi Archives. And it's got a whole bunch of, like, it looks like handwritten notes, and it's got lots of concept art from the game, including things like Nico cars. It's got lots of cool little inserts, like envelopes, I think. I have to open up and see what's inside. I'm not sure if it's the same as the old videos with the lore in them, but it looks kind of similar. It is very cool, and it's a lot of gifts from Swotor. Thank you. And, and Jess decided... I got a thing. I got the Chiss Ascendancy t-shirt. It's really awesome. It says Star Wars The Old Republic on the back. And it says Chiss Ascendancy on the front. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. So let's talk about... I uh, almost said SWOTOR. Star Wars news. First time, long time. <laughs> we're, at, we're at San Diego Comic-Con, and there's always news that releases uh, when this event happens. So we got some huge news from Lucasfilm. That the Clone Wars is coming back. Why? Well, here just, we are. Did you just say why? Yeah, 
Because then I can watch it. I'm not giving him the mic. Debbie Downer. So. Is they were gonna have the last season of Clone Wars? They've already. Okay, hold on a second. So we got the news. There was a trailer. Um, so I would like a couple people would be great if they could just say what they thought. I know none of us were at the panel, correct? I know, sadly. I, I didn't want to bring it up, Jess. I'm sorry. So Jess was not at the panel. She's, it's, she missed everything yesterday. It was very sad. And it's fine. And it's fine. Um, so that aside. <laughs> and today is a better day, right? Good. So um, what do we think? Uh, Clone Wars fans, chime in. It looks uh, what a little darker, right? It is. I have two comments. One, I'm kind of curious how it's going to affect the storylines that they were having at the end of the fifth season, where um, it was actually pulling in some old Republic storylines like Darth Bane. So uh, I'm I'm really curious where that's going to end up. Also, Dave Filoni had already announced that he was going to be doing another series that takes place after Rebels. How is that product? Yeah, how is that going to affect the production schedules and voice talents and all that stuff? So I'm hoping it doesn't push that back. Well, I was I was actually really surprised with this announcement because I thought, I assumed, sorry, I assumed that the announcements at that panel were going to be Resistance related, not, and, you know, Clone Wars Celebration, great. But then here's what we're doing going forward. But now we have the Clone Wars coming back. But again, we have the, uh, the uh, Star Wars streaming service. So... They're going to try to bring, I think, as much as they can to the table. And I think I think the Clone Wars is going to be... I, honestly, this is going to be my nerd card. i got to hand it to you guys, my Star Wars nerd card. I never finished the Clone Wars, mostly because I wanted to watch it with my kids. And then really early on, they got really scared and didn't want to do it. And Rebels came out. And then Rebels came out, and we watched all of that together. And the last one, last Rebels, obviously, we cried. And my kids were like, why are we watching this show? And so if anybody has seen the end of Rebels, it's heartbreaking and amazing at the same time. But um, so how do we feel? What do we think? Clone Wars. Hell, hell yes. Yeah. Hell I'll, yes. I'll, take, I'll take more Clone Wars every day of the week. More Star Wars content is always good. Yeah, I'll never say no to more Star Wars. What about the other entire? Oh, I'm absolutely looking forward to it. I watched them all. What I'm very curious to see is how they tiptoe around what they added to Rebels and what they now have to basically fit back into whatever this new series is going to include for all the uh clone troopers for ahsoka especially yeah. etc so and maybe they'll use it of a way to advance to anakin a little more okay anybody else um you're you're allowed to talk you just can't say anything just can't say anything <laughs> i'm just i'm just kidding he's saying you could be a mic stand not a mic speaker <laughs> i believe i'm kidding dude uh Give your two cents, Mr. Matt. All right. So the major storylines they set up for the end of the Clone Wars have already pretty much all been released. We have the Ahsoka novel. We had the Quinlan Voss. We had the Quinlan Voss and the Saz Ventures storyline. What are they gonna do? Well, but I think I think that's the point, right? Is that now they can go forward and do well. No, what I'm saying there's is... There's always more stories. There's more stories they can tell. They're going to tell side stories. I mean, believe it or not, dude, the Star Wars universe is pretty vast. We can see Jar Jar in the spaceport on Naboo. Uh, see? Now we're talking. I'm, I'm curious if they're going to... Has everyone seen Han Solo? Can I talk Han oh, Solo? Is that like, they, they've had some little touches of things in Han Solo that I'm like, I wonder if they're going to try to bring that through. Because like one of my favorite things in the Han Solo... As, have you guys read the, any of the comics? You'd have to read all the comics, I'm but... So the Lando comic, they have like a throw. They have a. Th- it's super good. They have a throwaway line from Lando referencing the comic, referencing his comic in the movie, and I was like, "Whoa, that is obscure." Also, how do I even know that? Right. But that's really obscure, and so I'm really wondering if they might not take things that are that seem like obscure throwaways in the movie, like right. they did some of that in the, in the Han Solo movie, and then kind of tie some of that back in. I don't know. As a Star Wars fan, I'm so, I'm stoked. I'll take more Star Wars every day. Right, and speaking of which, um, I, I'm, if you haven't seen Solo, I'm going to say something in a second. Even though we have his issues in Episode Four, and he, you know he doesn't help, you know the rebellion and stuff in the beginning. One of my favorite things is he secretly helped bankroll the rebellion yes. in the beginning, and I just, I just that was one of my favorite things from that movie was that was that little tiny thing, and I and I'm really hoping we see some of these other. Um, they're hinting at a lot of stuff, but that was just like. Even though he's so resistant to joining the rebellion in the beginning, it, that was really one of those little things. 
I just have a feeling that like the, they'll they'll take Clone Wars in a direction where wherever new Clone Wars ends will just stop right as Episode Three picks up. Like they've done so many of those with like Rogue One, right? Like Rogue One ends and it's like you could just pop Episode Four in and just cont- as as if it never stopped. They're doing more of those, and I I yeah, that last scene in Rogue One is still just mind blowing. It's just great. I mean, the, the, the whole hallway battle, you know, battle scene where he just demolishes everybody is great. But then where he's at the end of the, where the, 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 the airlock and he's just like looking at the ship. I'm like, that's just great. That was, that was the only time in Star Wars history that I was terrified of Vader. Like, I've always been like, eh, Vader's fine. He's, you know, I, lo- I ever love Vader like everybody else, but I'm not like intimidated by him. And then I saw that scene and I was like, oh. <laughs> okay. But you see his power and you see how, how ruthless he is. And he did not play yeah, most in that people scene. in our I generation. It. You know, we had the 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 David Prowse and and James Earl Jones Vader, where you know it was just two old men beating a stick. You know, on the on the uh, the battle cruiser in in a force in on the Death Star in, in A New Hope, and then you had you know Hayden Christensen, right? So it's just like, but in this one, you literally had you know, James Earl Jones voice, and you just had the pure hatred and power that you saw him just dismantle everybody in that hallway. All right, guys. So real quick before we transition, because uh, we have to stop this soon. Uh, so we can just chat and hang out. So, uh, Matt, Tiff, and Big Boobs and McGee has won a thing. So please go and pick up your thing. And I'm big also boobs, Rayford. <laughs> so every every everybody is. <laughs> We're gonna cut that out. That's gonna be our. Uh, yeah, yeah. Big Boobs McGee. I made a terrible so, mistake. If you if you haven't won a thing yet. Um, if you haven't won a thing yet, um, there's enough stuff, thanks to Eric, um, where everybody will win a thing. Um, next topic, well, should we just get to general San Diego Comic-Con yeah, stuff? Talk about or what do you want to talk about? You have a microphone in front of you. I'm really interested in the Dark Horse comics. Okay. So, um, has anybody been out there to see them? Did you go? I did, yeah. So, which ones are they debuting? Viewing or what are the big new the newest releases we have the Mage Hunter series right they added another one to that one I don't I think. know the answer to any of these questions no huh. Eric you're supposed to have the hookup I'm disappointed I don't yeah no I don't know I don't know so, I'm, 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 I'm like the worst Dark Horse person people will come up and just they'll, they'll start asking me <laughs> questions and they'll be like and I'm like I don't I work for Bioware so, I don't work for Dark Horse and they look down know, at my badge right? and they're like it says I mean, Dark Horse on it be like I know what it says. <laughs> I, still, I still don't oh, really man. answer your question, Eric, unfortunately. You, man, you're supposed to help me out. I have not been on the yeah, floor right, yet. Yeah. So I that is what I bought at the last Comic-Con. I bought six copies of various Dark Horse Bioware comic there books. Was, that is what I was there for. There was some crazy so, stuff, though. So earlier today, I was uh, I was standing there, and like everyone was kind of like buzzing around, where I'm like, what? what is going on? Like, something's clearly going on, because yeah. everyone seems real high energy, and like the security people are like, no, can't be blocking this area. And so right where, where I was standing, like they're like moving stanchions and like all of a sudden they come over they're like, Are you ready for the talent? And I'm like, Who's the talent? What is what is go what is going on right now? Yeah, right, yeah, exactly. And and as I as I look up, I see like an escort of security and they walk Nathan Fillion, Fel- Felicia Day, and Joss Whedon. Right, right, right past me. Exactly for the Doctor Marvel signing. So you weren't the talent? No, I, I know. This I said I was like, I was like, I'm already here. Ever already here, guys. Flip the table. Yeah. I've been standing here the whole time. Yeah. I, I'm going to tell you a quick story about how oblivious I am at cons. Um, oh my god, this is. I was at Silicon Valley a couple of years ago. Silicon Valley Comic Con. First year, the they first did year it. they did it, and I did, I'm barreling across the show floor, and I'm I'm a big guy, right? I'm six foot three fifty, and Marshall's tiny. And so he's like behind me and I'm like barreling through the show floor and all of a sudden I feel just a tug on the back of my shirt and I'm like, cause I'm about to run over somebody and I look down, it's freaking Stan Lee. <laughs> and not, not only was it Stan Lee, it was this whole entourage and he didn't see this whole thing coming through. No, he I, was this close to Stan Lee and just and running I'm, and him And I'm over. bigger than the insane. bodyguard in front of Stan Lee and I almost barrel through them both. Well, yesterday... I know, and so yesterday I'm trying to go from from uh, the the Hilton Bayfront to the Marriott Marquis to have lunch with with our fellow podcasters here, and I'm just going past the IMDb IMDb booth, and people are just congregated. I'm like almost literally shoving him out of the way, and all of a sudden this cordon comes in front of me. I'm like, what the hell's going on? All of a sudden the Fear of the Walking Dead cast just walks in front of me, and I'm like, yeah, I'm an oblivious congoer. Yeah, you when you get your momentum dude you're 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 getting there but um, i'm the juggernaut bitch 
I know, poor Stanley. He's only ninety thousand years old. So let's talk Comic Con for a few minutes, and then we're gonna wrap this madness up, okay? Uh, so Comic Con, everybody's here. It's a Friday night instead of a Saturday. Usually we do this on a Saturday, and um, thank you, by the way, everybody, for showing up on a Friday. Um, but um, we've had some Comic Con experiences. We've had some Comic Con woes. Um, so <laughs> highlights, lowlights. Um, what did you see? Uh, what did you like? Panels, anything like that? Anybody that wants a mic is cool. Um, but I'm gonna start because I got the mic, and um, I actually got up really early yesterday morning, and um, well, thanks to Will snoring in my ear, I, I did not. I am a horrible snorer. Yeah, he. Oh my God. So I was like, I'm up. So I, I I came down here. I was down here by seven something, and I got in line for Hall H, which I don't normally do. Um, and I got in line for Hall H, and the whole point of it was I I had some fleeting kind of um, excitement to see the Doctor Who panel. And I actually saw last year's Doctor Who panel on Sunday for the going away of uh, the Capaldi. last Doctor, uh, Peter Capaldi. And I'm crying in that event, of course. And it's Sunday and I'm still drunk and I'm just like, I'm so tired. Um, so um, I don't know if there's any Doctor Who fans here, but um, uh, good, good, good. So the, the panel before, the first panel Hall H uh, Comic-Con was The Predator. By and, Shane Black. And Shane Black and... Keen Michael Key, Olivia Munn. I mean, the cast was amazing. That was a really cool event. They gave out swag. The next one was the Doctor Who one, and they did this teaser, and I didn't actually have any emotion until they did this thing where it was the, the, the new Doctor actually here, quote-unquote, looking for Comic-Con and, like, walking around through here and, like, over the bridge and they playing the music, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm crying. So I was actually, I was an absolute master in that. But the, the panel, they, didn't, they actually didn't say anything because they're keeping everything super secret. But um, one of the things I like about this year is that a lot of the bigger stuff, it's easier to walk into because a lot of the bigger stuff is happening at the same time. Um, and so that, I, I wanted to talk about that, not to rub it into people who didn't make it to Doctor Who. I'm sorry, Jess. Um, but um, you, d you didn't miss a whole lot except for that little thing I talked about because they couldn't say anything. Um, and the same with the Predator thing. All they were doing was really making jokes and talking about Predator versus Han Solo and stuff like that. But, um, and it, it, was, it, was, it was really cool. But, um, but the Hall H experience and just kind of being down here um, and, and meeting up with you guys again is, um, is amazing. And I, and I love being down here. And that's pretty much uh, all I wanted to say about Comic-Con so far. So thank you. Um, for me, I'm actually a pretty lax Congo rather than running over, you know, non-Nigerian celebrities. Um, but there's a few things. Stan exactly. Lee. There's a few things I absolutely have to do every con. One is pucked, obviously. Two is to go see Hollywood Babylon. And three is to see anything goes with John Barrowman. And I will say I saw John Barrowman Thursday morning. First real big thing I did at the con. And he was fabulous as always. Last year, he was dressed in a TARDIS dress. He was dressed in a TARDIS and heels. And he did that in honor of Jodie Whittaker being named the 13th Doctor. And he actually talked about the importance of, of diversity in casting and stuff like that. That was really cool. He also told a quick story on his theory on how Captain Jack became the face of Bo and all that stuff. But my favorite thing, and I was actually, I don't cry all that often. But I teared up at the end of his, at the end of his panel because he did an original song that he wrote and sang called i am what i am and it was phenomenal and i highly recommend if it's possible to buy on itunes go spend the money and i mean not that john Barrowman needs money but just support the cause it's fantastic uh, you didn't say what he was wearing he was wearing a pair of hot uh, blue hot pants and a very tight captain america t-shirt because he decided to support gender fluidity and uh south of the border politics by calling his character Captina Americana. <laughs> Badass heels that he bought for $45 on Amazon and then spent $1,500 on Swarovski crystals to bling them up. Um, and then and then he actually posted on Instagram that he was on one of the scooters that everybody's seeing around, going around. He was in his heels, of course, because, you know, he's fabulous. Um, but I highly recommend, if you ever get a chance to watch anything by John Behrman, please support the man because he's an important icon in geek culture. Absolutely. 
Well, we know why you're here, Mr. Musco. Yeah. I, uh, did you have any other experiences at the Comic Con? Not really. Outside of uh, outside of, no outside of uh, the former formerly mentioned celebs walking past me. Not not really much. No, I've been I've been working. So it's, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't get as much time to explore that work thing. That's okay. silly work thing. I have been counting. I've seen three Revens walk by though, so that's pretty good. Oh, nice. Dude, that's Revens badass. All right. Yeah, um, speaking as a first time uh, Comic Con goer, you know, this is my first year here. Uh, unless you're here for exclusive merchandise, my personal opinion thus far, screw the convention. Go to the off-sites. It's a lot easier to get into. You can see a lot more, a wider variety of things just walking around downtown than you can trying to navigate the convention. So if you're planning on coming down to San Diego during Comic-Con for the first time, don't bother with the convention. Go to the off-sites your first year, and then maybe your second year, kind of once you know what you're getting into, then start looking at going into the convention hall. And if you want to go to the con, don't don't go on Friday or Saturday if you can at all avoid it. They are... You will will be incapable of moving. I was on the floor for like... 10 minutes today to see you. Jesus, that was about yeah, yeah, it. The, three, like, the, th- <laughs> the first three hours of the con this morning, like, it's, holy God, it's it's shoulder to shoulder, the whole, whole convention. Well, and this is something I've said on this show multiple times, is that um, the offsites, the gas lamp, everything that happens around the convention is fully worth doing. You don't have to have passes. You know, we do this offsite. We were at Nerdist earlier today. We saw Paul Bettany. Uh, um, and interviewing, which was awesome. Free drinks on a lot of offsites, which was cool. The Nerdist is always a good offsite. Legendary um, and Geek and Sundry, all of them are affiliated. And we did that today. And we're going to do that tomorrow. One of my favorite writers is going to be down there tomorrow, Ari Salvatore, which I am freaking out about still. I cannot wait to meet him tomorrow. I might not sleep. I might get up at 6 in the morning just to like stand awkwardly near that moment. But anyway... Um, uh, 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 you know, me talking, Halima. Please stop talking about the off-site events for those of us who live here and still can't get passes. Oh. Um, it makes our lives difficult, especially when we don't necessarily actually want to come and we're forced, it's thrust upon us in the most violent of ways. <laughs> no, no, no. I, no. You know what? I, I enjoy. <laughs> no, I, I begrudgingly. This is my husband's. No, I had Chris, a joke, but I'm Chris Kwanska, that he every year he's not a religious man, but Comic Con every year the whole weekend I literally have to come enjoy and be happy about it. I do it with a smile. I do it with drinks. And you look happy. Yeah, because I have like eight drinks in me now. I have like eight drinks in me right now. And then you guys always take the time to make sure you talk about something I care about and or I'll talk about because I'm drunk. It Remember, Halima, last year we had Con- Game of Thrones, uh, Game of Thrones to talk I told about, you. which we don't weeks, have to talk about this Two weeks. Year. Oh, I got, remind I'm, me. I'll show you a picture. I, I sat in the Iron Throne today. Okay, so no, I don't. I don't care. Your your feelings don't care for me. But this weekend, you know what? I will agree. There's some awesome out of um out of convention things to do. We saw Orlando Jones today, Kelly Ripa, and Mark Consuelos. We saw Brandon Michael Smith yesterday, and that's on top of catching Rave of Thrones and all the r- random stuff we did yesterday. And I've already volunteered to be you guys' um, entertainment coordinator next year if Marshall decides to suck it up and reach out to me. I will. But we also went to a party last night. A lot of people do parties, and that was a lot of fun. We did uh, uh, the Alpha party last night, free drinks, and sponsored by Crack and Rum. I may or may not have danced until I was going to pass on. Um, it was so much fun. Yeah, that's definitely a con thing to do. If yeah. someone's never been to a con, is go to parties. Yeah. Go to the party. Always go to parties. Go to the parties. Done. All right. Done. So I'm going to wrap this up unless people have other things to say about the convention. Are we good? Just so the stream knows, we're wrapping this up. Uh, first of all, thank you, every single person, everybody for being here. Um, this was been this has been pucked three the passionately usual council <laughs> trap cantina um, and we have shirts at uh, teespring.com slash uh, store slash usual podcast support us like us tell your friends um, thank you to Eric Musco 
for being here and, and hang out the whole uh, time. Thanks for I having appreciate me. That, having dude. Me. I don't I can't think of one. I can't I can't think of one. Maybe when the stream's off and I finish this drink. Can I uh the next companion coming back, I'm pretty sure pretty sure is Dark Side Jason's next one coming back. Oh nice. Pretty sure. Well you heard it here first, Dark Side Jason. Pretty confident for that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you, uh, everybody who has been here before. Thank you to Swo Teresa for being here for the first time. It's amazing. Thank you for Will Grog for being here. Uh, Ray, everybody for being here. This is amazing. Uh, you've been listening to uh, The Usual Podcast. Thank you, Marshall and Will, for And, of course, have a fun. Oh, by the gods, have a fun. And we'll see you all next week. Peace. Thank you, everyone.